0: Broadcasting live from an undisclosed location, this is The Community MMA with your host, Chris Cross. Shaft Rachmanov, versus Steven Thompson. Both of these guys getting into the octagon right now. And we got the big three on deck, two titles on the line. This one five versus six, welterweight division. shaftcat five, Wonderboy six, and big opportunity for both guys really. Big opportunity for both guys. And the big thing is Shavkat, uh is undefeated. You know, Wonderboy can come into this thing thinking he's gonna win and he has every right to do so. But the fact of the matter is Shavkat is 17 and up. 17 and 0. And I might be be confusing him with somebody else but I, if I'm not mistaken, he struggled a little bit in the last fight, but got the win. And again, I could be mistaking it for someone else. So he's got a little bit to prove here, and that's why he's number five, fighting number six. It's kind of like we need to see who that top five is with the belt on the line later on the night. Shabcat wins 17-0. You gotta think he's he's close to being in line for that title shot. I mean, he would be 18-0, and 0, right? So all the, all the talking's done. And the bell's getting ready to ring. Let's go Shavcat. And of course, the American crowd's going to be big throughout the night. Rooting for Tony Ferguson. He failed. His fight's underway. Colby's fighting later. Trump's in the building. So you got all that going on with shaftcat Cat and Wonderboy in the Octagon and Wonderboy the American. And right now you're just getting the feeling out process, you know what I mean? And it's Steven working on the outside of the Octagon. Come on, Shaft Cat. would be aggressive this time. Alright, okay. Now he's going to go right to clinch control. And I like this idea. Drive the knee. Drive the knee. Okay. This is the thing here you just saw from Patty in the previous fight. This is a straight clinch control. And takedown ability. We'll see if Shavkat can get the takedown. Wonderboy is not easy to take down. Obviously, great takedown defense. A lot of questions to be answered too. Like, not only can Shavcat get the win here, but can he get the finish? And that's a big difference in these type of fights when you really don't have much to gain because you're already ahead of uh, Wonderboy. Okay, he's got the hands locked. And he can't get anything. Good job by Stephen Thompson. All right, Shavkat, we gotta do something here. We gotta do something. And maybe Shavkat continues to control this fight, but this is still a good job by Steven Thompson to remain up against the fence. And both guys just dropping uppers on each other. <laughs> About six a piece and then they right back to uh, head on the hip for Rachmanov. And now it slides up toward the shoulder. And you know, he's gotta be able to do something with this. That's the whole thing. He's gotta be able to do something with it. Clinch control is great, but at the end of the day, you gotta be able to do something with it. And Steven Thompson's doing a good job of just fending him off. Final minute here, uh, round number one. Gosh, this is looking a lot like the previous fight, a lot. Patty Pimblett just controlled the entire fight from beginning to end. Yeah, and the crowd's beginning to boo. They want to see some action. And they're not getting it because Shavkat is just. He's got his chin on the shoulder. He's just. Keeping all his weight on Thompson, and Thompson can't get off. All right, ref, come on. Come on, ref, break it up now. I know the ref sometimes, is, you know, they don't want to get in there and break it up and have alter the fight, but nothing's happening here. As Shaft Cat rolls over 320 of control time, and he swings off. Okay, here we go. A little action late in the round. Ooh, nice leg kick by Wonderboy. That's Steven Thompson, if you didn't know. Come on, Shabcat. And it's just nine to eight insignificant strikes. A lot of control time by Shabcat. Nearly 330, but he didn't do much with it. So the round's still up for grabs here. Especially if Thompson can land a few. Ooh. Shavkat takes a left, coming in. Final seconds of this round, and it's gonna be interesting uh, in round two, if Stephen Thompson can keep this fight standing. It's gonna be interesting to see if Shavkat can stand and strike with, with Stephen Thompson. Maybe that's why he's utilizing uh, the clinch control. Because he doesn't want to stand and strike with him. I wouldn't shoot. Yeah, Shavcat looks fresh. Stephen breathing a little hard though. I want to see Shaft Cat go off. I want to see him get the finish, man. Come on, enough of this. Come on, Shaft Cat, You're supposed to be that dude. He's supposed to be that dude. He's 17-0. And, and when you get up toward the top, yeah, it gets tougher. But you got to beat some of these guys. You got to beat Steven Thompson. By finish any way possible. Not grind out a victory. Doesn't help you too much. Either way or when he's moving up the ladder in terms of his next fight, but a big finish puts him one fight away. Shaft Cat lands a nice right in the first 15 seconds here. Oh takes a leg kick. Now it takes a jab. I mean, if Wonderboy finds a way to get a finish here, too, the crowd's going to go crazy. Now, Shaftcat has a leg, and Steven gets it out and staves off a takedown, which he's great at doing. But now, Shaftcat leaning him up against the fence, and the fans are booing and jeering and all that. Takedown defense, three for three. Shaftcat's got the single leg, he loses it. And I don't know that this is doing anything for you, Shabcat. I don't know that this is doing anything. <sighs> Dang. We could be in for eight long rounds before we get to Colby and Leon. I'm just being real with you. This could go all three. Crowd booing. And... uh Pantoja Roy Vall could definitely go all five. We'll have to wait and see. That one could be a finish, though. Even though Roy Vall is saying he's going to be much more patient this time around. We'll see. Oh! And he does get Thompson to the ground. Okay. So it should be a takedown. It is. First takedown on five attempts, 530 of control, but he's got to do something with it. He hasn't done anything with it yet, but just hold and keep Stephen Thompson against the fence. He can't really land any any shots. He's got his arm tied up. Steven Thompson's excellent in these positions. Yeah, but now open it up, Shavcat. Open it up. Alright now Shavcat's got Thompson's right arm pin. Ooh. Ooh, Thompson's looking to get finished here. Come on, Shavcat. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Come on, finish it. Finish it. Oh, Thompson rolls out of it. You got to be kidding me. And his corner's pumped up. And it was all but done right there. Okay, Shavcat's working a little more now. 23 to 12 in significant strike. So he's starting to pull away there. And the patience with the clinch control And finally, the takedown is now paying off. Shadcat now pounded away with the right. So the position over submission is paying off. Okay, come on. Keep keep throwing come on 15 zero on ground strikes that's big and here we go come on shaft cat you gotta do something man oh gets it a back 25 seconds left. Come on, Shavcat! Oh, 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 come on, finish it, finish it, finish it. 10 seconds left. Come on, finish it, finish it. He's close, he's tapping, that's it. Let's go, let's go. 18-0, and 0, baby, Shavcat gets the submission. Wow, four seconds left in the round. And that's a big deal. Okay, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Okay, now we're talking. 18 0, big finish, big finish over Steven Thompson. So now you got to put him in the discussion. You got to put him in the discussion. That's the bottom line. Shavkat gets the big win here. Thompson's going to fall to 17-7. and seven. Unbelievable. Welterweight division. UFC 296. So as we go through the show, um, we do have some breaks. Well, really two, because we're just looking at the big three tonight, right? We got three fights. So what we're going to get to right now is highly interesting. These are some of the best upcoming fights, of course. We're going to get to... Uh, prediction for Vall and Pantoja. So uh, stay tuned for that. That's coming. Uh, and then of course when we get back it'll be game time ladies and gentlemen. It will be game time. So stay tuned. Coming right back after this. In the middleweight division for the middleweight division title at UFC 297. You got Sean Strickland coming at 28 and 5. Taking on Dreykus Duplessis who comes in at twenty and two. So let's get into this. This is going to be a great middleweight title fight. Anything can happen. Both guys stand six one. they They're the same height. Both guys have a 76-inch reach. Strickland stands right-handed. Duplessis, we know, can switch it up uh, and go righty or lefty at any given time. Now, in terms of activity, that leans slightly towards Duplessis. Nearly seven significant strikes per minute to 5.8 uh, for Sean Strickland. In terms of, of the takedowns, Sean Strickland gets like one over the course of three rounds, maybe one in a five-round fight. Duplessis can land one on average per round. So advantage goes to Duplessis in both takedowns and significant strikes per minute. Now Sean Strickland has an 84% takedown defense that will help here. And he gets those defense situations in terms of, you know, stopping the takedowns. Because he's got that lead leg. Always going forward, it's hard for guys to go in. When they go in, they can't get the takedowns. Now, he's on a roll, right? He beat Israd Asanya for the belt. He beat Abus Magomedov by KO. Beat Nazaruddin Amavov by decision. But before then, he struggled a little bit. Lost to Jared Cannonier, and lost to Alex Padeda. So it's not like he's unstoppable. He's capable of being beat. And to me, he won't be champion uh, very long, whether it's this fighter or the next one. He's going to lose eventually. Now Duplessis has a 40% takedown defense, but that won't hurt him too much in this fight. He's coming off several wins in a row, right against Robert Whitaker by KO. Derek Brunson, KO. He submitted Darren Till and beat Brad Tavares by decision. So this guy wins, right? 20 out of 22 times. And in this matchup, it's real simple to me. You know, I'd love to see Sean Strickland win because I think that'd be an easier matchup for Hamza Chamaia. And you know how I feel about Hamza. But the fact is, is Du Plessis is just a better fighter. And since he had the nose surgery, uh, he seems to be breathing better. He looked great in his last fight against Robert Whitaker, Dropped the former champ uh, in the second round by KO. So to me, this is an easy one. He's more active. He lands more takedowns. Uh, and he's highly likely to steal the belt from Sean Strickland. Now, Sean Strickland creates matchup problems for any opponent. But in this one, it's all Du Plessis. He's going to take the title, and then it's going to be a much more interesting fight uh, with him taking on the next challenger, which should be Hamza Chamaev, if the UFC holds true to his word. But in my opinion, Du wins his fight, likely by KO. Sometime in the third or fourth round, he'll start the tire strickling down. Could be earlier, but likely a KO by the third or fourth round. Du Plessis steals the belt to move to 21-2. and two. Middleweight division for the middleweight title at UFC 297 in the featherweight division for the featherweight division title you got alexander the great volkanovsky coming in at 26 and 3 dominant in this division but taking on a good rising challenger in Ilya topuria who comes in at 14 and oh so let's get right into it topuria one inch taller at five is seven but he's given up two inches in reach to volkanovsky 71 to 69 both guys stand right-handed in terms of activity, it's all Volkanovski, 6.2 significant strikes per minute to 4.4. In terms of the takedown game, that's Volkanovski. Uh, actually, it's very close. It leans to Topuria, but both guys land about two takedowns over the course of three rounds. Topuria, though, 92% takedown defense. Volkanovski, 70% takedown defense. So both guys uh, really well-rounded, very close in takedown average, Tapuri is going to defend uh, a lot of takedowns here, but even if it stays standing, that still leans uh, toward Volkanovski. Now, Volkanovski has went up to face Islam Mahachev for the belt, right? In the last fight, though, he got KO'd. He got knocked back down to earth in that one, but he took it on late notice. Prior to that, he beat Yair Rodriguez, held onto the belt by KO, lost to Islam Mahachev by a decision when he was well-prepared, and beat Max Holloway time and time again by decision. The one thing you see with Volkanovski is he's a high output guy. He lands a lot of significant strikes, especially in featherweight division fights. Now Topuri on the other hand, uh, is undefeated. Right? He's fourteen and zero. Now he's coming off wins over Josh Emmett, decision. He submitted Bryce Mitchell. That was a big one. Beat Chai Herbert by KO and Bryce Hall by KO. And this is a tough one for me because you want to think in the featherweight division Volkanovski is unstoppable, and he is. But how will he react? How will he come back after being dominated by Islam Hachev? Yeah, that was a lightweight fight. Yeah, he's going up 10 pounds to 155. But now he's been KO'd. He's been brought back down to earth. How much will that weigh on a guy's mind? The next fight after you get KO'd is always uh, your toughest fight. And that might be why Sean Strickman fell to Jared Kananir after getting you know, KO'd by Pereira. So if the door is open for a guy to win the belt in the featherweight division, it's certainly here with Ilya Topuria. But I can't go against Volkanovsky. I mean, the guy is still great. He's got it in his name. And as good as Topuria is, and as much as I believe he could snatch the belt here, I'm still rocking with Alexander Volkanovsky. The guy is too good on the feet. Topuria is going to have to break through that takedown defense of 70% by Volkanovsky and land some takedowns and control it that way if he's going to win the fight. He's not going to stand up and strike with Volk. If he does, I have to see it to believe it. So I'm leaning towards Volkanovski to win this fight, but it's not going to be easy. 48-47, unanimous decision, maybe split decision, but it's going to be three rounds of two on all judges' scorecards. It's going to be that close of a fight. But in my opinion, Volkanovski wins to move to 27-3 here, featherweight division, UFC 298. In the Bantamweight division for the Bantamweight division title at UFC 299, you got Sugar, Sean O'Malley, coming in at 17 at one taking on marlon chito vera who comes in at 21 and eight and it should be noted before we get started in terms of the prediction that the one blemish on sean o'malley's resume is marlon vera that's why he's getting this opportunity so we'll see what happens in the rematch now o'malley stands three inches taller at 5'11. he's got a two inch reach advantage both guys are switch dance fighters think about that that makes it interesting o'malley 7.3 significant strikes per minute. Compared to 4.4 for uh, Marlon Vera, takedown game non-existent for O'Malley, and non-existent for Vera. So you're going to get a stand-up striking affair, and both guys uh, average to good in terms of takedown defense, which means this fight is going to be on the feet, like we saw in one round uh, in the first fight. Now, how did Sean O'Malley get here? He beat Aljamain Sterling and stole the belt, shocked the world. I mean, let's be honest, beat him by KO. Before that, he beat Piotr Jan uh, by split decision. That guy's always a tough out. Surprised uh, Piotr Jan's losing as much as he uh, does lately. He also beat Raleigh and Pava by KO. He KO'd Chris Moutinho and KO'd Thomas Almeida. But there's still a lot of questions to be answered. And this fight's definitely going to be in Sean O'Malley's head uh, where he lost to Cheeto Vera last time. Now, Cheeto Vera coming off the win over Pedro Munoz lost to Corey Sanhagen. That's why it's tough that he gets his fight. But it was a split decision. For that, he beat Dominic Cruz, right? KO. Rob Font, decision. Rob Font was really good back in 2021, 2022. Still good, but even better then. KO'd Frank Yeager and beat Davy Grant. So Sean O'Malley and Vera last fought in August of 2020, right? And It was a short one-round fight marlon vera led 18 to 10 in significant strikes o'malley went down uh, with an injury but to me he also got ko'd i mean you can make the argument either way o'malley was in trouble before the injury anyway so it makes for an interesting fight but now o'malley is the champ he's going to be talking a lot of trash before this fight and he's going to back himself into a corner uh and force himself to come through you know and back up all the all the talk that's going to go into this fight because there's going to be a lot of talking and in my opinion, I think he will. I think he's going to back it up. It's a stand-up striking affair. Eventually, uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley uh, will find his way through Marlon Vera. right? O'Malley's going to be around a while. Why is he not fighting with Feely or someone like this? Because Marlon Vera beat O'Malley. So they want to race O'Malley, uh, Vera to the top and give him a chance and see if O'Malley can respond. Is he a true champion? Because a true champion wins his fight. And that's what O'Malley is. I like O'Malley to win this thing, likely by decision. It's going to go the distance, it's going to be close. But I'm going to say 49-46, a couple of 48-47s, something like that. Sean O'Malley gets the win uh, on significant strikes. He'll win three or four rounds to keep the belt and move to 18-1, in my opinion. Bantamweight division for the title at UFC 299. In the flyweight division at UFC 296, your co-main event for the flyweight division title, you got Alexander Pantoja, champion, coming in at 26 and five. He's Brazilian, taking on the American Brandon Royval, who comes in at 15 and six. This is just another fight to get the American crowd hyped up, leading to uh, the title fight between Leon Edwards and Colby Covington. Now, Pantoja though is a big favorite. So the American crowd's gonna have to be wild and crazy early to help Rival pull this thing off. Rival's four inches taller, though, at five nine. He's thirty one. Pantoa thirty three. They're both in their prime, as you'd expect. It's a title fight. Both guys sixty eight inch reach. Rival fights left handed. <clears throat> Alexander Pantoa stands right handed. Pantoa more active. One more significant strike per minute: four point four versus three point four uh, between these two fighters. Also pantoja lands more takedowns like over a takedown on average uh every two rounds so he's getting at least one every other round royval gets like one every five rounds so you know royval is trying to keep this thing standing and it, it, it's crazy he's he's gotten himself into a title fight here because you don't see great numbers for uh, royval in terms of activity and takedowns but he continues uh, to find ways to win. Now Panto has 66% takedown defense. Not great. About average. But should be fine in this one. Look great against Brandon Moreno. Uh, 129 significant strikes. Six takedowns to two. Got the split decision. Win. And I think you'll see that fight again eventually. He also beat Alex Perez by submission. He's beaten Rain, uh, Brandon Royval. Uh, back in 2021 by submission. So that's why he's the favorite here. With all 39% takedown defense. That's going to be a problem. And it was in the first fight when he gave up three takedowns, only landed one. Since then, no, he's been on a run, beating Rogério Bontorin, Matt Schnell, and then Matthias Nicolau. But are, the, are these big enough wins to say, hey, he's that much better than he was two years ago? I mean, he was, uh, what, 29? So he's like right in the middle of his prime now. So maybe he's gotten a little better, but... I don't think it's going to be enough to beat Alexander Pantoja. Although I'd like to see it happen to get the American crowd fired up for Colby Covington versus Leon Edwards, but I don't see it happening. Alexander Pantoja is a better fighter. He's more than a two-to-one favorite for a reason. He's more active. He lands more takedowns. He's more seasoned. Alexander Pantoja should uh, win this fight and retain the flyweight title. In my opinion, likely by decision at UFC 296.
1: Yes! Yes! Whoa! <laughs> boom!
0: Boom! 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 boom. Dude. You're watching The Community MMA. And now, back to your host, Crisscross. Cross. Yes! Yes!
1: Yes! Ha ha ha! Whoa! Ha ha ha!
0: It's your boy, Chris Cross. We're live here, TC MMA Podcast, UFC 296, Pantoja. First Roy Voll is on deck. This is for the flyweight title. So we're, we're getting into all that. Both guys working their way to the octagon right now. Pantoja uh, is up. He's coming. This is what it looks like right now, though. So we got the last two in a row. We're back to 500. Five and five on the night. That's where it stands. And and we'll take that right now. Because at the end of the day, regardless of what happens in this fight, it's all coming down uh, to Colby Covington if he can get the job done. We're going to have a good year on the overall record. No question about it. We're going to have a good year on the overall record. But we need to get to 28 victories
1: in the main event.
0: That's really what this comes down to uh, for me. Now as we look at the uh, look at the dude list here, we'll start with the top ten. Okay, so you got Colby and Leon coming up at eight and ten. Of course Hamza at the top, John Jones, Islam. Colby was up to number two, then down to four, and then we, we buckle to the pressure, right? Because he you know, we keep this thing going and it changes a little bit after every pay per view event, but Colby hasn't fought in a long time. So, a lot of pressure. Kept him in the top 10 all throughout. But if he wins this, he's jumping way up. I'm just telling you now. When you get into the back end, 11 through 20, you see Shavkat there at 13. He should be in color, but he isn't, meaning he's he's fighting. But he ended up getting the win tonight just in a previous fight. So, he's definitely gonna be moving up probably 11 or 12. But you got Yuri and Jamal Hill. It's starting to get tough, man. And 2024 is really, There's gonna be a lot of pressure on the top 20, specifically between 11 through 20 on the list. Make no mistake about it. There's gonna be a lot of pressure. So it's about that time. I mean, both guys about to get introduced. Brandon Royval's already been in there for about two minutes. He's 15 and six, Alexander Pantoja, and Royval's the American. Pantoja, the champion, Brazilian, 26 and five. Ridiculous fighter. And it's hard to see him losing a belt right here. But at the same time, it'd be great to see Roy Vall get the belt. And give us four Americans with a possible fifth coming up next. With Colby Covington. And if we get five out of eight belts, forget about it. Especially with Trump in the building. So that's what's happening right now in Vegas. This is what's on the line. But Pantoja is ridiculous. Two to one favorite. Again, 26 and five and Roy Fall has got his work cut out for him if he's going to win this. But he put himself in position, man. The guy has put himself in position to win the belt. All right, let's get these boys introduced. Let's go. because As soon as this fight's over quicker, the better. So I'm starting to get nervous about this Covington uh, Edwards fight for sure, for sure. I just want it to happen. So Pantoja's 31 revolves or 33 Revolves 31. So these guys are both smack in their prime. Smack in the middle of their prime. Ooh. Okay. Big Mark are gonna be doing this thing, huh? Let him go, Mark. Or break them up quick if they sit there and lay on each other. Okay. Break it up quick. At least we got to finish in the last fight. I mean, that could have grinded out for three rounds like uh, Tony Ferguson and Patty Pimblett did. But instead, we got the sub and Roy Vall, the American. You know, people in the crowd probably aren't too particularly interested in this division. But you also got Brandon Roy Val, an American, fighting for the title. So all of a sudden it becomes big. It becomes big. Let's go. Let's go, Roy Vall. And we got Pantoja predicted to win, but this is one of those, like, I'll give up the prediction to see Roy Vall win the belt. So I'm I'm a little bit compromise in this one. 26 and five, is ridiculous. All right, so here we go. Pantoja versus Royval for the flyweight title. We should see the American crowd get crazy for uh, Royval. Again, even though they don't particularly care about the flyweight division, That's why a lot of times, even if you have two big-time flyweights fighting, they're down like you fight eight or nine. But it's different when you have a title on the line. So Bruce Buffer's got them both in. Revol and Pantoja introduced. We're going to come to the center of the octagon with Mark Goddard. And it's about to get real. And Revol jumping around. He's four inches taller than Pantoja, so he's staring down at him. Come use your reach here. Talk about being, being patient, let's see what's up. Let's go, let's go. Here we go, here we go. Oh, Pantoja coming in right away with the leg kicks. Already landed like three or four of them, dang. Already, Pantoja coming in. He's got the head on the hip, looking for the takedown. Roy shoves him off. Now, Roy wasting no time. He's starting to snap the uh, jab. That's what he's got to do. He's got to keep Pantoja off balance. Okay. Whew. Trading leg kicks, dang. All right, Revolve, you got to stuff this. Get out of there. Okay, reverse. Okay. Uh, come on, get off the fence. Good. Here we go. A lot of action here already in the first minute. Hopefully we don't go 25. USA chance coming out. And it's kind of like the crowd is just chilling right now. You know, everyone, you see people in the background just talking. It's like this place is about to erupt and, you know, in the minutes after this fight ends, that's for sure. So it's kind of like everyone's just like, oh, this is the warm up, but we're not really into it unless something big happens. You Kind of get that feel. Mal Roy get him off you now. Ah. Dang. He's on his back now. Try for the crucifix. Okay. <sighs> Crouch hand some I can't tell what it is, but... Pantoja in the dominant position right now. Side control. Looking to get that leg around. All right, get off your back, Rival. Get off your back. Ah, oh, come on. There you go. Oh. Guys are trading right now. Royval still on his back, though. Pantoja trying to get back in. Looking to get back to side control. Royval keeping him off, though. He's on his back utilizing the leg kicks. Pantoja's trying to pick his spot. He's not going to let Royval up, that's for sure. He's made that crystal clear. out of there. Brandon Roval getting up a lot of time on his back here. Nearly two and a half minutes on the takedown. Pantoja up 22 to nine. Uh, Pantoja just dominating on the ground. Ooh, he's got the full mount. Look out. Look out. He lost it. Okay. Now if you're Roy Vol, you're just trying to run out the clock. 40 seconds left, round one. The champ has dominated you on the ground. you need to get back up to a stand-up, and he does. Okay. 30 seconds left. Crowd cheers a little bit. Now, is gonna be on a little mission here. A little bit of time to work in round one. Ooh, nice leg kick by Pantoja. And there's a tap, round one. Coming to an end, it looks like, one way or another. And that'll do it. So Pantoja's gonna win that round, so he's up one nothing. So let's put that in the back of our Minds if uh, this goes to a decision. Round one's on lock, Pantoja, 250 of control, one takedown, 25 to 11 in significant strikes. So he's up 10-9, real simple. And he looks fresh. Both guys look fresh, really. And so far, it doesn't matter. I mean, Roval's saying he needs to be more patient in this fight. You know, he's going to look at this fight differently, be more patient, pick his spots. But that doesn't matter if Pantoja can just dominate you on the ground. And here we go. New round. The guys get a stand-up. That's a good thing. And it took Pantoja about two minutes in the last round before he got the takedown and kind of kept Royval there. And just dominated. Pantoja lands a big right. Come on, Royval. Let's go, man. Nice jab. Wash those knees, get off the fence. There you go, there you go. Now work that jab again. Keep the head off the center line. Move your feet. There you go. Mulroy vol. I was just gonna say maybe Pantoja's slowing down a little bit, but he gets a takedown. And it's very similar to the last round. About the same time Pantoja gets a takedown and maintains it for the whole round minus the final 30 seconds. And we got a battle on the ground. Which if you don't watch a lot of flyaway fights, There are no strangers to the division right now. I mean, sometimes these fights are stand up on the ground, back up to the, stand up. 315 left around two. And if we all can't get, get off to his back and just let Pantoja dominate him on the ground, it's gonna be a long night for him. And it already has been, 4.30 of control, two takedowns, and we could very easily just see five rounds of this, no doubt. Dang, Revolve's gotta do something. Jeez. And the crowd's starting to get restless for multiple reasons. Number one, they want to see Colby Covington and Leon Edwards fight. Number two, they want to see some action. And those are just two. Pantoja just maintaining side control, trying to get to a full mount, back to side control, chest to chest, and it's clear, Rival doesn't have a chance on the ground. Oh my goodness. Come on, Roval. do something. I mean, come on, ref, you got to look at this. I mean, Pantoja's not doing art. He's throwing some punches now, but he's not doing anything. Like, stand this thing up. Oh. Now we got some work. Couple of hammers by Pantoja. And he sits up straight, takes a right. And here we go again. And he lets Royval up. So it's basically the same as the last round. Oh, he lands a big right. Royval in a little bit of trouble. Now he lands a left. Oh boy, back to the ground. And it's hard to tell if Royval was just trying to lure him in. Or if he really did take a big shot and he was in trouble for a second. But nonetheless, he bounced right back. And then got taken down. And they're probably going to lay on the mat until uh, the end of round two. So it's going to be two to nothing. Pantosian, Six thirty-four of control, three takedowns, forty-one to fifteen insignificant strikes. And it started with the right. And it led to the level change, takedown, and used a leg to make sure Roy Paul couldn't block it. Bing. Ooh. Yeah, so that right hand connected, it was real. So Roval was in a little bit of trouble for a second. Now Roval getting instructions from his corner. Got to be more aggressive, got to get off the ground. I mean, it's pretty clear. Be ready with that to get underneath when he goes for the takedown. That's when you throw one. But it's got to come from underneath. Keep the jab. Royval's left-handed. And when he sinks in to put the head on the hip, that's when you connect with the left. Of course, it happens very fast. Pantoja lands a right. Now he comes in. Now Royval's looking for the takedown. vol just gave up an easy takedown. That was terrible. <sighs> At least we'll get the prediction right, I guess. Because if it keeps going this way, it's just going to go five rounds on the mat. And we're going to have to wait it out for Covington and Edwards to get out here. okay right to the mount let's go pantoja he's trying to do something he's trying to do something he's taking the back now okay now he's going for it oh and he slides off the top now Troy Vall. who loses the position but at least he's back to his feet and it looks like pantoja's Getting tired, but I said that last round, and then he got a takedown and held it for three minutes. So, but he's looking like he's slowing down. Yeah, agreed. A little fatigue because he's starting to lean that head forward. And I'll tell you, if Roy Vall can win this fight, though, it would look like what he said came true. He's going to be more patient, you know. Roy Vale is starting to pick up the pace. No matter what, defend the takedown. No matter what, defend the takedown. Roy oh. See, he takes those wild swings, and then his hands are up, and boom. I think if you can keep Pantoja on the feet, he's going to get more and more tired, but. Okay, Revolve gets loose, let's go. 220 left. No wild punches. Yeah, just keeps straight on just like that. Right left combo, straight on. Don't miss over the top and give up the takedown. That's it. All right, so this round Pantoja hasn't been able to maintain the control time he did in the first two. He's starting to lean the head forward. He's clearly getting a little tired and it's starting to swing into Brandon Vol's court a little bit. Oh. Okay, okay. Oh. Took a wild swing. Gave up the single leg and he goes down. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? <sighs> It's like as soon as Ruval leans in and throws, even if he connects, he's off balance slightly. And boom, Pantoja makes him pay. He's done this consistently. Boy, it's still 18-18 this round in significant strikes, So Pantoja could win this round too with the control time. Over 830 of control, that's ridiculous. Five takedowns, 60 to 33 in significant strikes. But when you look at total strikes though, it's 147 to 73 for Revol, I mean it's completely flipped. So Revol's landing a lot of shots, but they're not significant. So we'll see how the refs see it. I think that round is probably gonna go to Pantoja. So I'd say he's up three nothing, no guarantee. And You'd have to say at this point, Roval has 10 minutes to get a finish. Well, Pantoja's corner saying he lost a round, which is what you might want to tell him going into a big fourth round, especially with the ability to get a three one lead. Tell you what, Pantoja's looking tired though. Orphal's got to find a way to finish. He's got to find a way to finish. Yeah, exactly. They're telling him that it's two to one to get him fired up for the fourth, and he does. He comes out motivated here. Early takedown on Royval, goes right to side control. Man. Wow, yeah, that's right, 39% takedown. And that's why we picked Pantoja. 39% takedown defense, I mean, you're totally seeing it here. And it's all that Pantoja has to do to get victory. I was looking for the full mound, he gets there. Good job by Revolve. Try to stop the knee from getting there because he's got the, the foot locked in, so. And they're still battling. I mean, Pantoja is close to full mount. He just can't get comfortable. He's got the leg over. Now he's got it. Still not comfortable, though. He's trying to maintain his balance. But when he spins all the way around, and gets the back of Royval. Jeez. And a little bit of panic now from Roy Vol. I mean, you got the champion on your back. Now, Roy Vol getting warned. He's got his feet in the fence, but he's got to do something. He's trying with everything he can to turn, go chest to chest. But right now... The triangle lock is in. Rival doesn't have many options. Then you better be careful. And regardless, this is great for Pantoja. I mean, he's just running the clock, doing what he's gotta do. And Pantoja at any second could get underneath and try to get a finish. That's what he's trying to do. Two minutes left. Alright. Oh. He's got something locked. Oh my goodness. But he's not underneath. Oh my goodness. Come on, Royval. Stay in it, Royval. Ah. Okay, he gets out of it for a second. Now over 12 minutes of control time on six takedowns. And we're all trying to turn. Uh, Being cheered on by the crowd, but he can't do it. I mean, Pantoja just grinding his thing out. Like I always say, it's like a football game. The team's just running out the clock. Ah, uh, short of all, you got to do something, man. He's in a bad spot, but he's got to start doing something. And it's amazing. It's just like one bad punch. And you spend the rest of the time on the ground. And that's what I think you meant by staying patient. But, and now Royval gets on top in the final 30. Okay. Crowd coming to life a little bit. Now he's pounding away. Okay. Okay. Come on, Royval. Now leg lock by Pantoja. Look out. 10 seconds left. Boy, it's too bad he didn't have 30 seconds left. This round comes to an end. Royvall comes alive in the final 30, but he's only got five minutes to work with. And this one's simple. If it goes to a decision, he loses. Bottom line. He's got five minutes to get a finish. It is true. I mean, his coaches are telling him he's tired. It is true that Pantoja's tired, and I think that's why he's going for the takedown. You know what I mean? Get your mind right. And it's going to be even worse for Regal probably in this round because he knows he needs a finish. He's going to be going for the big punch, and that's when Pantoja's going to take him down. So that's that's the storyline right now. Oh, Brandon, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Get limited opportunities for title shots. And it's like the difference between becoming a champion and never becoming a champion is so, the margin of error is so slim. And you can tell Royval is going for it, but just cannot afford to miss big and give up a takedown. Okay. Okay. Gosh, we have opportunities here. Come on. Pantoja looks tired. Let's go. Yeah, pick it up. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. USA, that's what I'm talking about. Where's the crowd at, man? God, and the crowd would love This will be a great setup for the next fight. Both guys getting tired now. No takedown attempts yet. That's because Pantoja's legs are getting tired. He can't shoot. Now he grabs it back at the head. If you're a revolver, you got to get out of there. You got to get out of that. Push off. Nope, nope, get off defense immediately, get off defense immediately, okay, okay. this is his chance, man. Pantoja's tired. They both are, but come on And regardless of everything that happens in his career, this is his best shot to win, and he's probably tired as heck. And that's because you got a guy that can dominate you on the ground. You got him tired late in the fifth. And this is your opportunity. And he is coming back now. He's closed the gap to 14 significant strikes. He's up 204 to 101 in just total strikes, but the control time is the biggest thing. And round by round, oh, here comes a takedown. Here we go. Come on, Brandon, you got to fight to get up, man. He's standing up. All right. Come on. Stay underneath. Oh, dang. Pantoja lands a takedown. That's not good. He's over 14 of control now. Eight takedowns on 14 attempts. It's like a 40% takedown defense. I mean, his average is just not good. Very hard to be a champion in the UFC with low takedown defense. It's one of the main things you look at when making predictions. I mean, we look at a lot of things, but if you're a striker, you better have takedown defense. And he doesn't have that, and it's hurting him in the big situations. 140 left in a fight. Yeah, you better go. You gotta get off the ground. Revol doing everything he can to get off the ground, but he just can't. I mean, Pantoja, all he wants to do is ride out this final minute. Over 15 minutes of control time, way too much. Well, again, we're going to get the prediction, right? But we did not get another champion. So we're sitting at three, Sean O'Malley, Sean Strickland and John Jones. And right now as this fight draws near to an end, to ending, it's like this has not been a great night for the crowd. You know, you had a victory or two here and there, but most of the wins have come when it's American versus American. In the fights where it's a American versus someone else, not good. And Pantoja grinding this thing out. He's gonna finish with some big hammers here down the stretch and that'll do it. And Pantoja is gonna get what will go down as an easy decision victory he led ninety one to seventy five in significant strikes he did trail though in head strikes sixty five forty three that's a big deal but fifteen fifty of control time eight takedowns we we've seen guys lose with a lot of control time if the other oppo- if their opponent has a lot of significant strikes a lot more strikes and Reval has that, but 15 minutes of control. I mean, he only had nine minutes to work with on his feet compared to 16 on the ground. So that's not good. One submission attempt by Panto. He's, he's gonna keep the bell. I mean, it's the bottom line. Alexander Pantoja will remain as the champion. He's gonna move to 27 and five. And we're gonna be down to the final fight of 2023. It's hard to believe. We'll move to six and five on the night, but again, it it all comes down to Colby. Like Colby's got to get the win. He's got to. Brandon Royval chilling with his coach. And, uh, you know, he's probably telling him it's all good, man, you gave it your all, but it's pretty obvious that you lost the fight. Stayed away, tell him, nice fight, but, you know, he'd like to see more action, let's be real. And it should be, and still, UFC flyweight champ. It should be easy. 50 to 45, 49, 46, we'll see. 50, 45, 50, 45, and 49, 46. So what, 14 to one, in terms of the judge. And still, Alexander Panto is still the champ. The co-main event is done. It's a wrap. Pantoja keeps the belt, he's gonna be the 27 and five here. Flyweight division, UFC 296. And what that means, is now we just gotta be patient. Because we're just a few minutes away, I mean really. Just a few minutes away. From Leon Edwards versus Colby Covington. Welterweight title on the line. I can't stress this enough. My stomach is hurting. I'm nervous. Not because I feel like Colby's gonna lose or nothing like that. I know how people are gonna start twisting that stuff around. I'm nervous because I just wanna see Colby win very badly, very badly. So it's either gonna be a great night or a bad night off the next fight. If we lose, we're six and six and we lose the main event, not good. If we get it right, we're 28 and 14 on the year in the main event. That's what we need to get to. But listen, Colby and Leon is on deck. So sit tight. We're coming right back. Here's uh, the full breakdown of this fight and the prediction. And of course, we get into all the other topics uh, dealing with the situation, right? We're living it now. Trump is there. Kid Rock is there. But we talk about all this stuff. Uh, throughout the week trying to get you prepared check this out as we drift into ufc 296 and all all that comes with it we first have to look at the do list and it's because of you all the fans of the show that colby covington sits at number eight he was once two and three i mean he's for me, as a fan, he's right there behind Hamza Chamaya. Like, the only guy I'm not rooting, or the only way I'm not rooting for Colby Covington is if he fights Hamza. Simple as that. But I moved him down because of inactivity. You know, some of it's his fault. Some of it's not. But, you know, he sat in wait, and he gets another title shot. So at the end of the day, he's not active, but he's getting in the octagon for the belt. And that makes it all worth it because, it, you know, at the end of your career, even if you don't get the belt, whatever, you can run off five to seven fights uh, and catch some paydays. But when you're in your prime, you got to do what you got to do uh, to try to get the title because then all of a sudden your pay just increases and in the promotions and all that type of stuff. So, you know, it's well worth it for Colby Covington to wait for this opportunity. But yeah, you got Hamza up there. You got John Jones, Islam, Alex Pineda, Charles Oliveira. Everybody that's not in color is not fighting right now. And John Jones should be taken off. Should have been at 295. He didn't. We're still waiting on him. Volkanovski is in action. He's going to be in action. Sean O'Malley. Both those two guys are going to be fighting after the new year. But right now, the big topic is Colby Covington versus Leon Edwards. We're getting to that prediction in a moment. So. And I'm not quite sure where Shaftcat is. This is a mistake, ladies and gentlemen. Where is Shafcat Rachmaninoff? He's definitely in my top 20. So we might have had a mishap there. We're going to have to correct this thing. Because Shaftcat is definitely inside the top 20. Probably sitting at 12 or 13. But I didn't see him on the list right now. So we're going to have to, we're gonna have to <laughs> do that over. Uh, before we get to the big night this Saturday night. But let's dive in. Colby Covington and Leon Edwards set to take center stage final fight of the night couldn't ask for a better fight as they do every year uh, to end the season to end 2023 colby covington saying donald trump will be in attendance that's a big deal right and the reason that's a big deal is I mean, he, he comes at ufc events right like every fifth, four fifth fourth or fifth uh, pay-per-view event you see him show up the crowd gets crazy and that's what i'm curious about because In a normal setting, I think the crowd's probably 50-50 because there's a lot of people that are just diehard against Colby Covington. There's some people that like Leon Edwards. Then there's a lot of people that like Colby. But how will the independents, how will the people in the middle that don't like Colby but like Trump react when Trump comes into the arena and the crowd starts going crazy? Colby's gonna get backed whether you like it or not. When Trump comes in The crowd is gonna back Colby Covington at that point because it's gonna be a frenzy. This one's about the American dream at UFC 296. It's about the American dream and everybody's gonna wanna see one thing. And new, They're gonna wanna see Colby Covington win the belt. That's what they're gonna wanna see. Colby Covington win the belt. And if you're not with Colby, you don't like Colby, everybody's upset. You're going to be upset at the end of the day. Everybody's upset. Everybody's upset. Everybody, everybody, everybody's upset. And you can be upset. That's all right. Because the rest of us are going to be fired up, man. Let's go, baby! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If if Colby pulls this thing off, man. Yes! If Colby yes! pulls this thing off. I'm going to be on a different level Saturday night. A level that can only be matched and surpassed. When Hamza wins his first belt but that's how big of a deal this is for me as a fan I desperately 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 want to see Colby win the welterweight title and I know a lot of you don't think he deserves a fight but I think he does it wasn't his fault this past year that he's been out he had a situation right with Jorge Masvidal that kept him out so it's not really his fault and if he fights anybody he's gonna beat him he's gonna grind out a victory but can he do that to leon edwards you know just because i like a guy i want to see them win that does not mean i'm going to pick them in their prediction you've seen that time and time again you remember back in the day it all started with israel adesanya and uh yan Blahovich. and i'm a huge adesanya fan but i went against him and he lost So we ended up being right because the prediction comes before who I like. 99 times out of 100. But let's get to it, man. Let's not hold back. We're getting into the big, not even the big three this week. We're getting into the best three today. And then we'll come back in a couple days and get the, the next best three because there's at least eight great fights on this card, if not all of them. But here's Colby Covington and Leon Edwards. In the welterweight division for the welterweight division, title this is the fight we've been waiting on leon edwards comes in at 21 and 3 he takes on colby covington who comes in at 17 and 3 so we finally know that this title fight is going down and i'm here to tell you this is colby's best chance to take the title even in the fights against uzman he's got a better chance in this one but does that mean he's going to win let's get into it colby the contender is three inches shorter at 5 11 he's 35 years old leon edwards 32 Covington's given up two inches in reach. Edwards fights Southpaw. Covington fights right-handed. Colby lands 4.1 significant strikes per minute to 2.8 for Edwards. And here's where things get interesting. Colby also leads uh, in the takedown game. He has four over the course of three rounds on average. So that's more than one per round. Leon Edwards is lucky to get one every other round. So how does Leon win? He changes your pace when he fights against you, you can't maintain the same pace. That you, he brings your numbers way down, long story short. Okay, and he did this against Uzman, holding him to just 87 significant strikes. In the last fight, majority decision win. And the one before that, he was getting beat in the numbers. Five takedowns to one, 83 to 55 uh, in significant strikes. He was trailing. And if you combine both fights, they're basically even in significant strikes. And he trailed nine to one in takedowns and still found a way to win both and that's a tough part of leon edwards as he finds ways to win he beat nate diaz by decision no contest against Bilal. and before that he ran off a bunch of wins i mean this guy hasn't lost since 2015. so think about trying to predict against him colby covington 72 percent takedown defense coming off a win against jorge masvidal lost to Usman, beat woodley Lost to Usman. So despite this guy getting older. He is well rested. By no means is a, a tired fighter. He's only fought. What this will be. He's only fought three times. In the last three years. Literally. He fought Woodley. Uh, September 19th 2020. By the time he gets in the octagon. It'll be three years. And about three or four months later. And he's only had three fights. Really, two if you don't count the Woodley, right? So he's two and two in his last four, losing both to Usman, beating Masvidal, and uh, Tyron Woodley. And with what Leon Edwards has done, how do you go against Leon Edwards? Well, it's real simple. Colby is going to dominate in activity. Leon Edwards can't help to slow the fight down by landing takedowns because Colby's really good at that. He's going to he's going to stifle Leon Edwards even better. Uh, than Usman did. Usman had the nine takedowns, but Colby's going to ride him. He's going to get him up against the fence. He's going to clinch him up. He's going to grind this thing out. Colby in this fight is going to be like a football team that gets an early 14-0 lead and just begins to run the ball and chew up the clock. And next thing you know, there's two minutes left in the fourth quarter and you can't get the ball from them. And you're like, what happened to this game? Well, they just drained it. Played ball control. That's what Colby's going to do in this fight. He's going to drain the clock. He's going to get an early lead in the first two rounds. Then by the third, he's going to start the clinch. And he's going to ride this thing out. And he's going to win three out of five rounds. To me, it's real simple for Colby. I think Colby wins this fight. In that regard, the numbers aren't really going to matter. It's just he's going to control the heck out of this fight, whether it's takedowns or in the clinch, to get the belt. He'll move to 18-3 and three, in my opinion. Leon Edwards reign uh, will be over. And Colby Covington will be the new welterweight champion here at UFC 296. Yes sir, no doubt. Yeah, not only do I like Colby, I believe Colby is going to win this fight. One thing I didn't realize when I listened to the playback, again, it's been months since we did the prediction, is that Colby's three inches shorter. That's a big deal. 5'11 versus 6'2. You know, it's close enough to where you're not punching up too much upward, but you're punching upward a little bit. And that could be a problem for Colby. But he's going to be trying to go in and solidify takedowns and clinch control up against the fence, you know, He's going to have to stand and strike with Leon, too, at some points. But he's going to be going in for a lot of takedowns. And we're going to see uh, what Leon Edwards is made of when it comes to takedown defense and when it comes to the ability to keep Colby off of him and continue pushing forward and continue keeping the fight standing and strike where he's probably got an advantage. Right? Colby isn't too slow with the significant strikes but he's not at Leon's pace but he's good enough to keep it close until you get in clinch and then you land more and you take the lead there and you got control time and next thing you know Colby wins three or four rounds I don't see him getting a finish but listen I'll take it if it happens but I see him grinding out a victory in this fight that's the way it's going to play out mark my words last fight of the year it's going to roll us into 2024 and Trump is gonna be in attendance to see it. And that'll swing the crowd come fight time. The USA crowd will come together behind Colby in hopes to have two American champions in the men's division that I can think of. Well, John Jones too, so three. John Jones, Sean Strickland, Colby Covington. And that's what I'm thinking about the other divisions. I'm pretty sure there's no one else there could be, but he'll be at least a third American champion and that's a big deal. Yes! Yes! Whoa! <laughs> boom! 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 You're watching the Community MMA. And now, back to your host, Chris Cross. Yes!
1: Yes! Yes! Ha 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 Whoa! <laughs>
0: All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is it. I mean, this is it. Hold your breath. My heart is pounding right now. Nervous, man. Colby already in the octagon. He went over there and greeted Donald Trump for a good minute for a good minute, and now Colby Covington is working his way to the octagon, and we're not far away from from this fight happening now. I mean, we're right there. And Leon Edwards getting booed a little bit. He's got some supporters in the audience, but I think the people uh, are hungry for a title to swing Colby's way. And as I said, with Trump being there, that swings a lot of uh, people in the middle that might normally go against Colby. You gotta ride the USA train on this one. And therefore they're wanting to see Colby get the win. But now a little respect for Leon as he comes to the octagon. You're not hearing the booze quite as much. Everyone just kind of standing in all, And wondering if, you know, third time's a charm for uh, Colby Covington. Whew. Oh, my gosh, bro. Come on, Colby. Come on, Colby. Damn it. This is gonna be interesting, that's for sure. So Colby 17 and three, Leon Edwards 21 and three. Really the uh, perfect matchup and the right time for this fight to take place. One thing that worries me though is Colby's three inches shorter. Hopefully that won't be a big deal, but six, two, first five, 11. That's a little bit of a difference. But it's got to be the pace. Colby's got to set the pace and Leon will get tired in the third and fourth. And a lot of things went down this week. I mean, Colby said something about his father that made him mad. He threw a water bottle, you know, and it, it just showed that Colby got under his skin. But Leon's a veteran, man. You see Colby's a little nervous, that's a good thing. He recognizes uh, that this is his opportunity. And he's been, you know, a lot like Patty Pimblett earlier on, he's been out of the Octagon for a while. He's heard all the talks, all the things said about him. And there's a lot of pressure on him now, right now. A lot of pressure on Colby, not from really the fans, but more for himself. I believe the greats put more pressure on themselves than the fans ever could, ever. And it's clear that Colby wants to win this thing, but can he do it? So Colby's 35 now, so he's got to do it now. Leon 32, right in the middle of the prime. So, you know, talking to some friends earlier, they're like, you know, I want to see Leon win for his uh, career, you know what I mean? For his legacy. And I get all that, I get all that. But hopefully Colby can get the job done. We need this one. Last fight of the year, new year approaching. And what a way to roll into 2024 uh, with having four American champions in eight divisions, right? Four American champions in eight men's divisions we got the Bantamweight Sean O'Malley we got uh, Sean Strickland a middleweight we got heavyweight John Jones and now we're looking to get welterweight Colby Covington that's what's up for grabs right here okay all right let's go baby let's go All right, so Leon Edwards versus Colby Covington. Welterweight title is on the line. And both guys getting introduced right now. And then this fight uh, will be on. And we'll be done for 2024. Will we be 28-14 and in the main event? That's what we desperately want. All right, two more wins than losses. We're on a two-fight losing streak. And we need this one. I mean, we just need it. Going down today, Leon, going down today. Come on, Colby, please, man. Yes, let's go Colby. And I promise you if Colby wins outside of Hamza winning, it would be the best, best situation for me possible. Biggest win. Since Conor McGregor last held the title. Just keeping her real. And if you follow the do list, I basically I root for Colby in every fight. Except against Hamza. That's the only way. So he's pretty high up there. So Colby's in, baby. Colby's introduced in. Now it's Leon's turn. Oh my gosh. Not today. Not today. Is it a 12-fight 12, 12 unbeaten streak? He's 9-0 and is the favorite. Reigning defending champion Leon Edwards, 21-3. and Two big wins over Usman. Colby lost to Usman twice, and that's why people feel like leon's gonna win this fight and he's primed and ready to do so let's be real colby's got to climb the mountaintop colby's got to climb the mountaintop come on colby come on colby come on y'all start this fight What mess with me All right, here we go. Here we go. USA, USA, let's go. This is it, fight's on. Final one of the year. Oh my goodness. Boy, that crowd is loud, man. It's like the final two minutes of a football game or something. Come on, Colby. Yep, get aggressive. He's got nothing. (sighs) Very tense right now. I mean, both guys really not engaging too much here in the first minute. Colby landed a jab, but that's basically it. Now Colby lands a leg kick, but it wasn't easy. It was kind of slow. And Leon now flips the left. Back to right. As you'll see him do throughout this fight. You know, what's going through Leon Edwards head? That's what I want to know. He's pissed, but he can't be over aggressive. I know Kobe starting real slow. Starting real slow. crouching Colby loud it's almost like Colby's trying to get comfortable right now come on Colby come on baby <sighs> Tell you, Leon's quick. He ain't playing. A lot of focus right now. A lot of focus. Not a lot of action. Colby reaches in with a left, kind of slides off the chin of Leon. Oh, both guys exchange. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> Colby takes a left but then smiles and lands a left elbow. And right now it's a Leon being aggressive. It's like he's chasing Colby all over the octagon and that's kinda of what Colby wants. He's get, you know, he wants to wear down Leon and you think he's gonna do that by being very aggressive and throwing a lot of strikes, but he's doing it by movement. Colby's never in the same spot too long. I like that too. But you got to get aggressive. And he shoots in for the single leg. Leon pulls it out. Colby covers up. All right. All right. Come on, throw
1: something.
0: Colby's doing a lot of work in terms of moving around. Not engaging as much as we're used to. And hopefully there's a plan here. Better be a dang plan. <laughs> shoot I told everybody Colby's gonna win can't let me down oh nice left by Colby And either Leon's just chasing Colby, and that's the way the fight's going, or Colby is making Leon chase him. And that's what you're hoping for. First 10 seconds is gone. And to me, Leon probably won that round. And what's the plan? What's the plan, Colby? I mean, yeah, he's got Leon chasing him a little bit, but it doesn't seem like it's enough to where Leon's going to get extremely tired later and Colby still win around. You know, he's been here before, right? He knows that he's went to decisions and lost to Usman. He went to the fifth round and lost to Usman. He went 10 rounds with Usman. Or at least got into the fifth, the final minute before getting finished in the first fight. So if you're... You used to it going to a decision potentially, you've got to win rounds. You've got to win rounds. Leon Edwards' corner saying, same again, do it again. So, Leon likely winning round one. And no control time for Colby that I can remember. He had that one takedown attempt, that didn't work. And he comes out with a leg kick, and we'll see if Colby now, what we should be seeing from Colby is him picking it up, picking up the pace, round by round. And he's already going back to the bouncing and
1: sliding.
0: Nice combo. Colby, come on, baby. Oh, Uh, Leon caught him with the left.
1: Dang.
0: All right, Colby, what's the plan, baby? What's the plan? I'm with you, you just gotta tell me what the plan is. Right now, Leon's coming forward. Leon lands a right. Colby stumbles, but they're back to the center. And we've seen in other fights, right, where Colby will go in in on you, control the heck out of you. Pin you up against the fence, take you to the ground. Ride you for a lot of control time and do it that way. But that's not happening against Leon right now, at least six and a half minutes into the fight. And you see, Colby trying to lean for that takedown, but is to we to Leon doing a good job of just keeping the the same pace and keeping Colby off of him. Come on, come on, Colby, got to do something. Oh, man, those leg kicks are paying off for Leon. Dang. (sighs) Man's starting to boo a little bit. And all Colby's doing is touching him and getting out of there. And if you keep going this route, like Colby's plan will look like it's to finish Leon late. And, that, and that's not an automatic. So it's hard to believe that that's the plan for Colby right now. It just appears that Uzman is getting the better of him. 20-9 to 9 insignificant strikes for Leon Edwards. landed. So he's been calculated. Colby very slow paced. Just touches. He's not getting credit for the significant strikes at all. Because they're not significant. Just leg touches. And the reach disadvantage is really hurting him. And the way he wins fights is with control. And we're not seeing any of it right now. Come on, Colby, come on. Oh my God, man, this is driving me crazy, man. Let's go do something. Not doing anything. I mean, it's going to be 10 minutes gone with little action for Colby as the fans start to boo. Right, that's what I want to know. What's the plan? I hear you, DC. I don't know what the plan is either, but it don't look like there's much of one right now. Yeah, but now, like, even if they open up and they start going, if we get to a decision and Colby loses, it's going to be because of the first two rounds. And Colby's not like a big, a big finisher. Like, he grinds out victories. So, this is not good. I mean, Colby's put himself in a bad spot here because he's likely down two to nothing. I mean, he's likely down two to nothing. Yeah, they're... His corner is telling him, you're the challenger, right? You're the one that has to go after it. You know, you can't just win this fight on the judge's scorecard. It's not going to happen like that. In other words, you got to do something. So, Colby's respecting Leon too much right now is what's happening. It's not good, he's put himself in a bad spot. Leon Edwards didn't have to waste much energy and he's down two nothing in rounds and Leon's landing the late kicks. So, right now, it's not looking good for Colby Covington. And as this round ticks, the crowd is gonna get more nervous. Because now, like you think about it, you got to go in a three round fight that's left here in these three rounds, you got to go 30 to 27 on two judges' scorecards. And that's still a split decision. So. And the commentators are right. It does look like a lot like Edwards versus Usman, the second fight. Well, the third fight. But the second championship fight, because Leon Edwards is just having his way. He's, you know, there's not much action from Colby Covington, and Leon Edwards is dictating the pace. He's continually coming forward. He's landing leg kicks, and Colby can't generate any offense. I mean, it's just terrible. And I'm starting to panic because I don't know what the plan is. That might be the story tonight. What was the plan? Because in every other fight, we saw you take control. But for some reason, he's not even trying to get takedowns. And Leon's just dictating the pace. And if it continues this way, Colby is Colby's career is in a tough spot. And here we go. And now he goes in on to his mom. Or Edwards. Oh. And Edwards steps over. Okay. And that gave Colby what he wanted. Colby's going to get the takedown and pull Leon Out from the fence, a little distance here. Colby's on top, the crowd likes that. That's the first time that Colby's look good. And Leon gets up, wow. And stands up with a leg kick. That's not good for Colby. And now Leon shoots for the takedown. Is that really what he wants to do? Boy, and Leon gets the takedown of Colby. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And he lets Colby up. And it's like Edwards just wanted the takedown just to say, hey, I could do that. Absolutely amazing. I mean, we're not seeing anything that we saw in the press conference and all that when Leon Edwards was losing control. He's been very calculated, on point. And it's not the normal Colby Covington we're used to. So Leon's taking him totally out of his fight. And Colby is having a hard time landing punches because of the, the reach advantage from Leon and Leon's using it perfectly. And I I believe now that if Leon really wanted to turn it on, he could. But no reason to. Dang. Colby, you got 11 minutes to work with? If not, you're going to have three title defenses and no wins. And... You're looking like the Buffalo Bills at the 90s. I hate to say it. Cause that clock's getting lower and lower and it's looking more and more like there was no plan from Colby or maybe there was, but Leon Edwards has dictated the fight and ended any uh, chance of those plans against a guy who is very confident He's talked a lot of trash and spoke as if he's gonna be the champion. Three rounds done. Man, man, Colby. I mean, I think at this point, you gotta go for something now. And he's not even a big finisher like that. I mean, he can finish people, but I don't know about Leon Edwards. And so far, you got to give it up to Leon. He's looked great. I don't even need to look at the stats to know that he's dominating this thing. He's likely up three rounds to none on every judge's scorecard. Although round three was a little bit closer. Colby really didn't do anything to deserve a round, so. And Leon just continues to land those leg kicks on the right thigh of Colby and Colby had to take down momentarily but Leon got right up then determined to get a takedown of his own he does for like 20 seconds just letting Colby know, hey, I can do it too. I'm not scared of the ground with you. And this is Leon Edwards in his prime. And as we get closer, we might as well start talking about. I know some of you are going to say that, hey, Colby isn't really that good. And he hasn't wanted to fight all these years and all this. Whatever. If Leon Edwards wins his fight against Colby, then we can talk legacy. Because now he's beaten in one of the best divisions in the UFC outside the lightweight division. He's beaten Usman and potentially Colby. And he's on a 12 or 13 fight unbeaten streak. Forget about it. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Colby's in trouble. Oh, Colby spins out of it. Wow. Leon almost had him. That would have been something. It's not looking good at all for Colby Covington. Even in in a fight, you feel like anyone's got a chance to land that big, that big punch at any time, but it just doesn't seem like it's been there for Colby. I mean, he's just been on the defensive the entire fight and Leon just continues to get better and better like a machine. Oh, big left by Leon. And it's like his legacy is being built right now. He's up 49 to 22. Just over eight minutes left in the fight. Hard to believe. Colby Covington never got started. Dang, man. Shoot. And I'm not giving up on Colby, but it just don't seem like there's any avenue or path to victory here. Shoot, man. Very disappointing. Nice left by Colby. Now Colby comes in for the takedown. And now he's got Leon pinned up against the fence. And this is the Colby Covington we're used to seeing. But being able to hold these positions for minutes on end. Maybe only strike for two of the five minutes. But Leon has defended the position well Throughout the fight, and even if Colby can ride him in these final seven minutes, he's still got to get the finish to get the win. That's why the path I don't know is there. I mean, could he still get a submission? Maybe. Could he land a KO punch? Doubtful. But again, I'm not giving up on him, but we just haven't seen that. For Colby Covington, this is going to drop him a level if he can't find a way to get a win, right? I mean, all the talking and things like that, it's lasted for years. But now all of a sudden, you lose to Usman twice, you lose to Edwards. Three chances at the belt, you can't get the job done. It's going to take away that mystique of maybe he could have won the title. And that's rough for a guy like Cole because he's so big on that brand. Oh, and now Leon takes the back of Colby. What are we watching here? Now Colby gets back on top. Now he's got the back of Leon. Okay. Come on Colby, you gotta go for this. Come on Colby, you gotta go for this. You gotta keep punching. Yep, you gotta keep punching. And now Leon's trying to roll and he does. Oh my gosh. Now it's Leon on top. What is going on? And Leon lets him up. Dang. Please let Colby's Corner tell him he's down 4 nothing. I mean, don't even. He's losing this fight easy. Dang, man. Round 5 coming up. Be honest with him. Not push the pace. Tell him he's got to get the finish, bro. I mean, Leon's tired. I don't know. Colby's tired. Leon, don't look that tired. But you remember, Nate Diaz nearly got the finish in round five. You just never know. Man, we got to look at Trump and Kid Rock, and they just look like dejected. They're just like chilling. There's just no excitement right now. And the belief is slipping away that Colby can win the welterweight title. And I think Colby's corner was kind of telling him, you know, but they should have just been straight up honest. You're down for nothing. No chance of winning, like tell them there's zero chance of winning the decision. Like you gotta go for it. If you get finished, who cares? Like a loss is a loss. Like you already lost right now if you don't get a finish. So, I mean, I don't, I just don't understand it. Hey. You know, and with Colby, you could say in the first Usman fight, he had a chance to win in the fifth round. I mean, it was still up for grabs when he got finished at the end. If he could have come on strong in the last 45. The second fight, you remember me, I said 48, 47 Colby. It went the other way, but they're all close. Like a question mark, like Colby could have won it. He lands a takedown here. So let's see if he can do something. But this fight is much different. It's all Leon Edwards in dominant fashion. And if Colby loses that way, not a good look. Colby's trying to take the back. He's kind of half got it, but Leon is standing up. Now he's going to try to work the hands off and he does. And now Leon turns Colby into defense. And Colby goes to the ground. And man. Now Leon gets the back. And a finish of Colby on the ground would be crazy. And it's very close here now. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What's Colby thinking right now? He's got three minutes to work with, and he's in a very bad position on the ground. Leon trying to get the triangle. Colby's trying to slip out the back end. Oh, we got a triangle here. Oh my gosh, a triangle on Colby. Colby's in trouble, man. Oh my gosh. Wow. Oh. How did Leon lose that? Great job by Colby. Colby's back on top. 230 left. Round five. And the only drama is can Colby get a finish? which is not probable, let's be real. Come on, Colby, man, come on. 2.15 left. And I think, you know, if Colby would have done this in round two, round three, it would have been fine because now he's winning around, But at this point, I think you gotta let Leon up. Uh, maybe not, I don't know. Just don't feel like Colby's gonna get anything going here. I mean, this is what he does in other fights where he grinds out victories, but he's, it's not gonna be enough to get a finish here in round five. Gosh, Colby, where was this earlier? Well, Colby, it's not enough, man. Colby's dominating in the top position, but it's not, he's gotta get a finish. Yeah, it is a bad look for Leon on his back, the final two minutes of the fight. But a win is a win. So Colby, I guess is salvaging something here because at least he's finishing the fight in control it's not a good look for Leon the way he wants to win obviously but he's not going to win the fight either this way and Leon just holding on here final 30 seconds Colby's trying but Final 10 seconds. Colby's gonna finish the fight, the final two minutes on top, but not even close. And you can see Colby's face, like I think he knows. And Colby putting his hands up, but... See, and this is the thing, like, this is what I'm trying to tell you, like, Colby's getting up, like, thinking he did something. He didn't do anything here. This is why, like, the corners gotta, you gotta tell your fighter. You got to tell your fighter you're down 4 nothing, man. You're going to lose. And they never told him that. They kind of hinted towards it. but And Colby's walking around with his hands up and saying, give me the belt. But it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. I mean, you got dominated in every phase of the game. And it's likely, I'd say, 49-46. Leon, I don't even see how you can give two rounds to Colby. So I don't think any of the refs are going to give it a 48-47. So I think it's just going to be real simple. 49-46 on all three. And Colby Covington got dominated in every facet. Control time, well, not control time, but significant strikes, head strikes, all the major categories that would decide a fight. And Herb Dean bringing them in, and this is disappointing. It's like, I don't even feel like the fight started. And We're going to be wrong here and probably fall to 27 and 15, but... Bigger thing is Colby sitting there smiling, thinking he actually won the fight. Like he didn't, this this is, and he's nervous. Like his corner should have told him. His corner should have freaking told him. Here we go. Dang. Unanimous. 49, 46. Simple. Simple. Still. See, and Colby's looking like, what are you talking about? He's like, what are you talking about? Like, he's in shock that he lost. Like maybe when you're in a fight, like you think you're winning, cause it's close, but his corner should have told him you're down for nothing. Bottom line is, mad respect to Leon Edwards, who absolutely dominated this fight. 59-29 in significant strikes. He did trail in total strikes. Head strikes were just 18-14. But it was the leg strikes. He led 23-13. You know. The the fact is is that Colby couldn't get anything going. Significantly. Just 29 significant strikes in 25 minutes. Think about that. That was much like. When Rose Namajunas fought Carlos Barza. Just too slow paced. And he'll go back and see the fight. And understand that. Both guys had two takedowns. Colby over five minutes of control, 127 for Leon Edwards. And now Leon's coaches are yelling and screaming at Colby Covington. They're still mad about him, about Colby bringing up his father. I mean, you know. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. Colby fell for the third time. Check this out. He's 17-4, and four. three of those four losses in a title fight. Leon Edwards will be 22-3 and and still champion. And there was no drama here like trying to figure out who won this fight. It was pretty clear. Leon Edwards wins. And uh, he's still the reigning defending welterweight title here at UFC 296. So as far as the live watch parties, that's going to be it for 2023, man. It's been real. uh, This thing did not finish how we thought it would. But nonetheless, we're 6-6 six and six on the night. So what does that give us? 312 plus 6. We got 318 wins on the year. We'll take that. We'll take that. But highly disappointing that Colby Covington fell in this fight. But listen, it's been real. I hope you all have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your evening. This is your boy Chris Cross. God bless. Peace.